Hello, my name is Erin Clegg, and you're listening to Lore of Salms podcast. I am so grateful to be here on this earth today. Um, I don't know where you're listening from, but where I am currently at, it is so beautiful outside and the sun is just pouring through so many autumn leaves and it's just, it's magnificent. And honestly, I really truly believe that you can find beauty anywhere and everywhere. So before I get into this podcast and what we will be talking today, I do want to give a word about, you know, this situation that we're in in regards to COVID-19 where a lot of people feel like they are trapped and it's almost like this feeling of being um, constricted. But I'm here to tell you that no matter where you're from, there are so many gems within your vicinity um, in terms of nature that I would really suggest you go out and explore research what the nearest botanical gardens is to you um maybe even just go on a walk and turn to a place you've never really turned to before don't constrict yourself only inside the home and the reason why i'm saying this is actually goes well it weaves into the devotion for today and the devotion for today the main idea is the ways in which we wean ourselves so you know how you wean a child um we need to take care of ourselves during this time especially so because we are at a sort of disadvantage in a way where we have a schedule that's really up to us depending on your circumstance if it is that you are still working Um, outside you can more so try to incorporate going outside and more often it becomes something that is a habit but for those who are working from home it is hard to get yourself outside when you get used to that our brains are functioned to go by routines so if the routine is continuously waking up making your coffee doing your work on your computer and then having lunch, going back to your work on your computer, um, making dinner, lounging around and going to bed, then that is going to be the same routine. Of course, your tomorrow is going to look like your yesterday. It's not going to be any different because you are placing yourself at a habit, at a habit. And so I really believe that especially with winter coming and the weather shifting, it is important to take your vitamins, take vitamin D. Vitamin D is so essential for our well-being. And there are actually been studies that have shown that the people who have unfortunately, may they rest in peace, died from COVID-19 actually had a vitamin D deficiency, which isn't surprising because a lot of us had have become accustomed to staying inside and 
you know, it is still possible to go outside and get some sun, but also we sometimes need help vitamin-wise. So make sure to get your vitamin D in, B12. Um, I take uh, echinia, I believe it's pronounced. Um, just immune-boosting zinc. So that is my that is my word of advice that I have learned from experience because I did suffer from a vitamin D deficiency this past summer and the consequences weren't really that great. <laughs> so let's go into the devotion. I have actually two verses that I want to connect back to the theme, which is the ways in which we wean ourselves. But let's first go into um, the verse that even has the word weaning in it. Um, So we're going to go into Psalms chapter 131, 131, verse 2. But I have calmed and quieted myself. I'm like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child, I'm content. That is the verse. And let's read it one more time. But I have calmed and quieted myself. I'm like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child, I'm content. When I saw that verse, I don't, I think it was October 11th that that was, or maybe before actually. Actually, I think that was days before that I had posted that verse of the day on Lore of Psalms Twitter. And I just thought that it was so significant when I, when I was reading it. And I had said, you know, I said in the first podcast, the more introductory podcast to this to this work that I do but I never try to force anything to come about a verse I I never try to force myself to find divination devotion Um, I never try to force my thoughts into connecting with the verse and finding something to say I'm gonna take a sip of my my chai tea (laughs) um But the word nurturing, I realize, should not solely stay in the binary of children weaved from the womb, but applied to the inner child within us all. A lot of the times when we think of nurturing, like weaning a child or, you know, feeding a child, um, when we're thinking about the child needing rest, we think about it only in that of a relation between a mother and a child. And we focus in on the fact that they are a child, so they need these things. And then I began thinking, why don't we feel like we need those things? Why do we feel like that is just supposed to stay in a binary of what a mother gives to a child and and the child that is something to cultivate while they grow why does that stop at a certain point 
For example, naps and quiet time are stripped from our childhood, yet as we grow older, we become less and less energized than before. And, I, and I'm noticing this pattern. And it all happened quite quickly in my mind. It, it connected itself and I was like, wow, I really do believe that that is an issue that can be really simply solved. You know, a lot of times naps, especially in adulthood, are demonized. Like you aren't working hard enough or, you know, you your sleeping, you know, schedule is off. And, you know, some of those things can be true. Um, your sleeping schedule could be off and you're having insomniac nights and that's why, you know, you take naps during the day. But what about people who are getting seven to eight hours of sleep, sleep every night and yet they feel so tired and they feel so lethargic and they feel fatigued during the day. And it's not because of any underlying condition, but simply like they just don't understand why that is happening. I think that it really comes down to nurturing ourselves and remembering to wean our own selves there is an inner child within us all that needs rest. Uh, we are human beings that are in need for maintenance of equilibrium. And there should be a balance. And balance is a theme that is revealing itself for actually this new moon that is on its way to us tomorrow. I'm recording this Thursday, October 15th. And the new moon is actually going to be in Libra. So that is coming from two weeks prior to the full moon being in Aries. And what does that mean? What does that encompass? Well, it's asking for us to balance, to to rejuvenate this sense of knowing when something is enough and to really cultivate that as a necessity. You know, a lot of us maybe are putting maybe too much of ourselves into our relationships and not enough time in to our own well-being or vice versa maybe we're putting too much of our own selves um at the forefront of our mind and we're not thinking about the people that need us and checking off like that thing that we see all the time especially on twitter where it's like check on your strong friends check on all of your friends check on your friends that you go to for advice, you go to for laugh. Like, when you have the energy, when you have the the rest that you need, go ahead and check on your friends if you have the time in your schedule to do so because as humans, we thrive on connection and communion and communication that delves deeper than the mundane. So that is that is a side note on how that really comes into terms with just like the astral realm and how that comes back to us. But 
the idea of weaning ourselves. So going back to the verse where, but I have calmed and quieted myself. That first line, let's, let's break it down. Let's unpack that. But I have calmed and quieted myself. So obviously this person, this poet has been in distress and they have been perhaps at their, at their last straw and yet they have calmed and quieted themselves. What does that look like for us? What are the ways that you calm yourself? What are the ways that you quiet yourself? So maybe just pulling out a pen and paper and writing down the things that, that, that take you into that state where you are quiet and you are calm. And so then the second line, I am like a weaned child with its mother. Yet, if we go back to the first line, this person says, I have calmed and quieted myself. Nobody else has done that for them except themselves. And yet they feel like they're a weaned child with its mother. What is that signifying? What is that, what is that trying to say? Is it trying to say perhaps that we can be our own nurturers? We can be our own, so to speak, mothers. We can be our own sucklings. We can be our own cradlers. We don't necessarily need to look for nurturing outside of ourselves. We can have it all here in our hearts. So then the poet goes on and says, like a weaned child, I am content. So that process of having to calm and quiet yourself and then nurturing yourself, what does that look like? Let's, let's go back to the second line. I am like a weaned child with its mother. Now we have discussed how that could perhaps just mean that you're just nurturing yourself and you're just cradling yourself in the moment. But what does that look like for you? What are the things that nurture you? It's different for everybody. There is a consensus that I always give, and that is everybody should meditate. Um, and I believe that there is actually a very specific meditation that can help people. Um, but in terms of just generally speaking, meditation is not something that is so uh, clear-cut. It's not something that needs to be followed in a specific manner more so it's just a state of being where you strip away everything materialistic every every thought and just go into this space where you can delve into nothingness and you can delve into yourself and apart from the ego but just yourself and your energy and again connecting back nurture yourself um but what are the ways that that you do it is it prayer is it music and is it dancing to music is it going out into nature i always say that we don't just feed ourselves through our mouths we always we can always feed ourselves through our nose and our ears all of the senses so whatever maybe music you're listening to if you're really trying to get to a place where you want to be you want to feel weaned you want to feel nurtured perhaps maybe listening to very sad songs maybe just songs that 
regress you back into that emotion that was draining you to begin with maybe it's not the best way to go about things but finding you know a playlist that really calms your heart calms your soul what are the ways in which you can wean yourself and comfort yourself you know that that glass of water that you made your mom go get you in the middle of the night or your dad perhaps it wasn't the glass of water you know that was the most comforting part of that memory but the act of someone you love giving you refreshment taking care of you giving you this symbol of hey i i i hear you i i understand you know i want you to be able to go to sleep i want you to be able to rest and so if a glass of water is what is going to help you i'm going to get it for you we can do that for our own selves you know we talk a lot about how amazing the love of a mother is for a child how it transcends so many so many other forms of love you know i think that we can reach that that sort of love for ourselves it takes a lot of practice but we can get there you know a love that is pure a love that is nurturing a love that weans ourselves and so that being said we're going to go to the last line like a weaned child i am content Like a weaned child, I am content. In moments of sleeplessness, you know, you're weeping or frustrations. How do you get to a place where where you can say, I am content? So let's look at the word content. When somebody says they are content... Does that necessarily mean that everything in their life is going perfectly and it's everything's aligned and everything seems like spotless, stainless? Usually people will say that they feel content when they are in a situation where maybe everything is not going the way that they want or the way that it seems, yet they feel content. Yet, you know, it's just like, wait maybe everything in my life isn't going the way that I have envisioned it to go, but I am still content within this moment. I can find peace. So often a lot of people think that the way that they can get to that, that space of contentment is through other people, through other sources. You know, they never... We, as humans, we have this sort of knee-jerk reaction to find things outside of ourselves because we're so accustomed to this routine of relying on other people or other things outside of ourselves. But have you ever noticed that sometimes you go to a person for some advice? Maybe, you know, you, you do seek it outside of yourself. But in the end, you know, all you really do is you're just rehashing, you're explaining what you're feeling, you're explaining what what event made you feel so distressed and so overwhelmed. And then you kind of go through the motions all over again, and then you just feel drained. 
why is that so? You should have felt better after expressing yourself and expressing yourself again and expressing. Actually, it's actually been studied that rehashing events and just kind of venting is actually not healthy for um, our psyche. It's actually reverting us back to the place that we were in and, and the stress that we were in. It's okay to dig up something from our past that we have never really come to terms with and admit it and confess to it. But then we find ways, we are supposed to find ways that we can understand why that had taken place um, and come to terms with it and peace with it and move on. Life is, is about moving on and continually growing. You know, we can't just stop. So how do we know when we need to rest? Because a lot of people look at resting like you're stopping. And I don't believe that's true. I think through rest, you are actually creating a space within yourself that is helping you grow in your life because you're transcending your your soul you're transcending your energy to a place that can really spread spread itself and bloom so how do we know when to rest how do we know when enough is enough a lot of us i'm including myself sometimes we just don't know when enough is enough and we are intaking so many issues and so many just so many stress stressors in our lives right how do we know when to step back and say oh my god I think I need I think I need rest I think I need to take a nap I think I need to just sit down and make myself some some lemon water and just detoxify everything and just sit in silence for a moment when do we find out the right time to do those things this is why I think it's super important to just dedicate three 10 minutes of your day so separate moments of 10 minutes spacing in the time of 10 minutes where you just kind of meditate in whatever way that you feel is the most um, connective for you and allow yourself to just breathe deep breaths and fall into that meditation without any distractions um, but one particular moment that I feel like a lot of us have been exposed to is a lot of media a lot of media, a lot of news coming out about this, about that, about the pandemic, about politics, about social issues. And though I believe it is actually essential, it's actually essential to stay up to date with what's going on in the world and also not stay in this sort of space of ignorant bliss. I feel like that's the most, <laughs> one of the most delibitating things that you can do to yourself 
Because again, as humans, we thrive off of community and we thrive off of connection with each other. And when you strip yourself that because you want to stay in your own little bubble for your own sake, that is doing harm to yourself, that is doing harm to the earth, that is doing harm to us as a whole, as a whole connective oneness. So definitely stay up to date when you can, but there is a lot of things coming our way more than ever before because of technology, about social media. Um, This is the way in which we now navigate certain communications But sometimes we're so, even without realizing, we're so overwhelmed with such compounding media. It's insane how much information is being thrown our ways to a point where if we're not well rested, if we're not well nurtured, we can't expect ourselves to intake that media, intake that news, intake that issue that is affecting global affairs or maybe even more local affairs. We are not able to navigate through that because we ourselves are just so malnourished in terms of our psyche and our hearts and our souls. So what? how do we know when to take a step back? Well, you have to kind of notice the indicators that a stressor is trying to plant itself in your head. And the way I do that is that if I'm looking through, perhaps let's just say, you know, Twitter, okay? Um, I'm looking through Twitter and every, mostly every post that I'm really coming upon is just feeling negative. It has that negative energy towards it. That doesn't mean that the people who are bringing awareness to a certain issue are negative or or bringing awareness to that issue is negative. No, but everything that I feel like I'm seeing is just causing maybe my breath to quicken, my heart to quicken. I'm I'm feeling a headache maybe coming on. Different indicators like that are key to understanding, wait, maybe my body, my psyche, my soul is not ready to intake this this information at such a fast pace yet. I need to go back. I need to reel myself back and get myself nourished. So when you feel any type of indicator of stress, whether that is your head is beginning to pound, your heart's beginning to quicken, um, you're starting, you're starting to feel agitated. Um, that's when you put the phone down, put it down, put it away because you are at the brink of becoming so drained that you're going to start taking it out onto the world. You're going to start blaming other people and you're going to start blaming even sometimes yourself for things that are out of your control. And there is nothing wrong with wanting people who have done horrible things in this earth to have accountability and to have consequences. But when so many of those issues are coming at you, 
a thousand miles per hour through social media, it feels hopeless. So when you start to feel hopeless, there, that is also a key sign that you need to reel yourself back in and really focus in on your breath and on rest. Now, some may say, well, how am I even to rest? I have so many things to do. I have so many checklists that I need to check off. You know, I, I have an immeasurable amount of work to get done. Where can I find the time? Well, you found the time to go on Twitter. It's almost like you have to rearrange the way that you wake up every morning and how you go about the day. If going on social media has taken over your life to the point where you feel like you don't even have enough time to do the things that you've, you need to do, or even to just take 10 minutes and rest your mind and meditate, then that's a problem. And it's a problem that I think all of us really struggle with at one point or another. And I can definitely say that for myself, that sometimes I just have to put my phone away. Like I physically have to put it in a drawer. And sometimes I feel like I, I want to like lock it up because it's just so distracting. And also as humans, we compare ourselves a lot. Through comparison, we build purpose off of productivity. So if we're on social media and sort of let's like on the flip side, we're seeing people just thriving, you know, they're First of all, social media, this is such a redundant statement, but it is one of the biggest platforms to only show the good things that are happening, the things that are flourishing in our life, um, to the point where sometimes it's fabricated and sometimes it's exaggerated. And that more so I see that happening a lot on Instagram. So if you find yourself going through these people's feeds and, you know, then you start feeling that ugly monster, which is envy, you need to stop yourself and you need to take a moment because that is going to be a danger to you and you're just bringing out negative energy out into the world that is just so unnecessary and you wouldn't want that energy being placed on you from another person either. So... It is imperative to look at what actually productivity is and how we look at it as a society. And depending what sort of culture you're living in, it can really undermine the importance of the cultivation of rest because it looks at it as an enemy to success. Rather, resting actually makes you more capable in having creativity flourish and that is so sad that you know we live in a society that pushes us and pushes us and pushes us until we're completely drained and then there goes the creativity you know because we are accustomed to feeling like we have to work, 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 like don't stop, you know, that whole um, 
blood, sweat, and tears notion. Like, you need to give it your 150%. So what does that look like? Well, that looks like starving yourself and running on caffeine. And that that looks like grinding. And what does grinding look like? Well, that looks like you just totally disregarding sleep and it's like no that is actually one of the most unhealthiest things that you could do to yourself and that is probably going to send you on a spiral of bad habits and unhealthy habits so again it goes back to the whole remembrance of our childhood and how we would take naps does anybody remember when they were a child, it felt like they had an immeasurable amount of energy? They just felt like they could just fly to the moon if they could. And I just remember feeling so annoyed when my mom would tell me to take a nap. You know, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't want to take a nap. But then I would take the nap and I would wake up and I would feel even more refreshed and I would feel even more ready to take on the day and ready to take on like playing outside and going to school and it's because when we give ourselves the time to really wind down to bring the heartbeat to a resting period when we give ourselves the time to have our heads cleared out that is when new ideas new creativity a new source of motivation can really come into play and so it's just sad when we're looking back at our childhood and we find that even as a child we had more energy than now we do as adults and that's normalized that's normalized that is said okay well you're an adult you can't have a nap time and you can't have time to drink warm milk and no you can't have you know time to play outside and be out into nature why not because if those are the things that made us as children more balanced human beings, what does that say about us as older individuals? That's saying that we are lacking, exponentially lacking in balance. And that's one of the main themes that is being told to us by so many astrologers about this new moon in Libra and you know that overcast of the Mercury retrograde that's going to be in Scorpio which I believe I talked about previously in the first podcast which is that one of the biggest things is this whole balance is this whole okay even in the in even in relation to trusting another individual you know not being naive, but also not letting our suspicions take over us. You know, everything in this world and even beyond is made in an equilibrium, is made in a balance. And us as adults, we have lost. We have lost. Even, I, re I can remember this really beginning um, at the peak of adolescence. It's like this you're in high school now, study, 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 get A's, 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 take this AP class, take that AP class. Yet most high school students that have, again, the blood, sweat, and tears that they had put into these AP classes didn't actually pay off because of a time test that they actually had to pay for. And so it's just, well, why did I even 
stress myself out to that point when I could have just gone this route and in this route of my education and just taken a more slower approach, I would have saved myself so much stress and so many sleepless nights and a lot of health concerns come out of this. So it really worries me that our society has, instead of cultivating rest, we have cultivated a generation of people that care more about getting 100% on every test and on every report, you know, on the grade reports of seeing A-A-A-A-A rather than, did I learn anything? Was there knowledge that can help me in this journey of life? So many priorities have been detrimented by this false notion that we have to literally kill ourselves in order for us to live a stable life. That is a lie that is being fed to us. The only way that we're truly going to have stability in our lives is when we incorporate balance and balance in every aspect of our lives, including rest. So that was in connection to not only sounds 131 verse 2, but also it connects to another psalm. And I'm just going to read it quickly, but it's Psalms chapter 22, verse 14. I had done a Lore of the Psalms verse of the day on this particular verse. Um, I believe it was October 4th, 2020. Obviously, <laughs> 2020 is when I started Lore of Psalms. But I'm just going to say the verse. I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. It is melted within me. And the devotional divination that I feel like I really received that day in regards to that is there is ancient infinite wisdom in the movement that is water how it is shapeless alone yet with the land of this earth it flows with sacred purpose and even when it falls from the clouds it never pours with gushing force but as tears that we shed droplet by droplet water is the master of vulnerability and reliance and also balance it is clear by nature free by form it does not resist being filled with the aquatic with the earth, nor used for the growth of this land. It doesn't resist that. What if we mirrored this surrender with the earth, our ancestors and the divine? Clarity is promised in the moments that we reel back ourselves, strip away everything, and almost become like water, ready to be shaped, ready to be calm, like a very calm pond. And then when we when we invite enough energy to really begin to shift within us, 
then we can have enough energy to go after the creative and to go after the things that we really want to mold. And when we do that, we'll have balance within ourselves so we won't feel drained. And instead, we will feel like, wow, I feel so energized, so ready, and as if there's an infinite amount of possibilities laying at my feet because we incorporated this sort of vulnerability to rest and to be used in ways that are not extravagant, but just simply connecting to nature and connecting to our breath and connecting to our ancestors, those simple ways of meditation that really garner enough energy within ourselves to go on to the next project. So that's actually where I wanted to end today. I'm actually going to talk a bit more about, you know, this Mercury retrograde in Scorpio that we're currently in. That's a theme I'm going to talk about throughout these upcoming podcasts because I think it's so essential that we understand that with all the suspicions that are going to be coming our way and a lot of claims that are going to be coming our way and communicated through, again, social media, we have to cultivate rest. We also have to cultivate balance and we also have to cultivate trust. And that is something I will be talking about in the next podcast in more detail um, because Mercury is the planet of communication. And that retrograde that we are seeing ourselves in is in Scorpio. Scorpios tend tend to have a lot of suspicion and a lot of skepticism, whether it's with ideas or people. So it's going to be a lot of wanting to know the truth. But then if a person is even saying that they're telling the truth, there's going to be denial there. And so that's going to be the main theme that I'm going to be talking about in the next podcast. But until then, I hope that these words have brought you some sort of wisdom, some sort of comfort, and that it benefits whom it wills. I am so grateful to have this platform and even if it just touches one soul and one being, that is all I ask for. I just want to be able to have a place in a space where there is a crumble of what is known to be spiritual and what is known to be religious and how we can compound those two and intermix those two and intertwine those two every day of our lives and how that can break down a lot of barriers of misunderstanding that I feel like the astrology community has about the more spiritual theology community and vice versa and how there's wisdom in everything there's wisdom in every way of thinking in every way of believing and in every way of trusting the universe. So peace be with you guys. And tell me 
what you want to see next or what you want to hear next, you can contact me um, through my uh, Twitter DMs um, of Lore of Selms. You can slide into the DMs. And you can also DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is Ariane underscore. So E-I-R-E-A-N-N-E underscore. So yes, peace, peace, peace. May peace be filled in your heart and in your soul and in your spirit.